Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. On today's podcast, I'm joined by Claire, the Light Path Collective's resident tarot reader. Here is your intro to tarot as Claire talks us through the history of tarot and how a tarot reading actually works. Stay tuned because at the end, Claire gives me a mini tarot reading, which I'm more than happy for you guys to eavesdrop on. All Claire's details and how to book in with her are available in the show notes. But for now, enjoy this episode. Welcome, Claire. Thanks for having me. You are more than welcome. I am so excited to introduce you to the Light Path community this way. Uh, Just a little backstory, Claire and I have been working together for quite a number of months now, uh, behind the scenes, exploring lots of different spiritual and healing practices and modalities. And one night we were talking and she shared with me her absolute passion for tarot and I just thought wow what a perfect fit for the light path community because I know you guys love our card reading and so I'm so excited that she's on because she's so passionate about what she does but also she's just so beautiful at doing it so not only thank you for being on the podcast but thank you for being a part of the light path collective that's what an introduction (laughs) setting the bar high so um i think that tarot is probably one of those in inverted commas readings that most people are familiar with It's not something I've ever studied personally, and people ask me all the time about card readings or tarot readings. So before we dive into that, I'd love to know a little bit more about you personally um, with you sharing your favorite quote. So, well, my favorite quote would have to be, um, a life lived in fear is a life half-lived. Ooh. And it's a beautiful quote I came across when, uh, you know, in my past life. <laughs> past, makeup, past previous past, life. <laughs> past uh, working life. Um, I was a hair and makeup artist and um, I did a lot of work with Baz Luhrmann and his wife, Catherine Martin. And on their insignia, on their crest of their business, it's their quote. Um, it was also used a lot in one of their films, Strictly Ballroom, as well. Um, But it struck me at a time where I really needed to hear those specific words, a life lived in fear is a a life half lived, Mm. because it's a constant reminder not to play small, to not not be scared of an imagined outcome, Mm. um, and, and also to take the leap of faith which is essentially the first card of the tarot deck, the Fool. Oh, no way. Yeah. So the, what the Fool represents, I mean, we're going to get into this, but the of Fool course, represents... The Fool represents taking a leap of faith. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Do you know, when I first started, or when I was coming into this business, uh, a parent at the school I was working at was inquiring about what I'd be doing, and I said, I'm, I'm starting a business and trying to be super vague on what that business was, and she herself is a fashion designer, and she looked at me and she said... Fortune favours the brave, Miss Leo. Fortune favours the brave. Sure does. She's so right. Yeah. yeah. And so I love that. It's it's so true. And a little 
uh, insider information. No one knows this about me, but in my room, I have framed something quite similar to that. A quote, you'll know where it comes from as soon as I say it, (laughs) but my fear is my only courage. Oh, that's a good one. It's the same thing, really. Yeah. And it's like, right, like you, whatever we fear, you Mm -hmm. have to kind of run towards Mm. because otherwise you will half live your life. Yes. Yeah. And again, that would come up in the tarot with the strength card. Ah. Mm. Not in terms of you have to be strong to face your fears or... It's strength, but also courage, but Mm. also knowing your weaknesses as well um, and being able to utilise them and face them and work with them. Beautiful. Do you kind of have this quote as your mantra as you start new things or I mean just because oh, just quietly there's a lot <laughs> she was in the corner rocking back and forth saying that quote in her no she wasn't at all but it is like when you do something for the first time yeah it's it's a full we're foolish to think that we would feel comfortable doing it or we're going to ace it the first time and there's the, there's a real going around at the moment on Instagram that says like people ask me like how do I you know overcome my fears and she's like I don't I do mm. it scared yeah but you do it anyway ah, yeah and that's that's the half lived yeah, aspect exactly. of your quote and as well I guess like for me changing careers doing tarot reading as well I mean you'd know this coming out as a psychic and a spiritual yeah. advisor um, going from your career in education. Um, you know, it's it's that thing of not 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 doing it because you're afraid. Yeah, yeah. Because then, literally, imagine if you were still in hair and makeup, mm. I was still in a classroom, our lives would be so half lived. Yeah, and we would never have met, <laughs> and we would never have helped, you know be able to help and guide people the way in which we love to do. Yeah. But also the universe would have made it harder and harder and harder oh. for us to keep doing that stuff. And she did. Yeah, if we didn't keep following this path. Yeah, for, yeah. Sh- for sure, for sure. Okay, well, let's get into it. I think heaps of people know what tarot is, but they have no idea what tarot is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I'm putting my hand up there, first in the line. So can you give us a quick kind of brief overview of tarot the history of tarot where it came from what the hell it is yeah cool so i mean the history of tarot there's no actual evidence of tarot showing up until the 14th century and it showed up in northern italy um and it would have been essentially a card game where people would have pulled a card and created a story or a poem around that um, image. Okay. Um, essentially, each card represented life at the time. Um, you know, kings, queens. Ah, yes, yes. Well, know, okay. Can I ask a really dumb question? Mm, yeah. There are no stupid there questions. No stupid but questions, this is yeah. a stupid question. I acknowledge it. Fourteenth century. What what time in history are we talking? So thirteen hundreds. No, like as in like what was happening in the world? No, no. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I'm thinking when was the Renaissance? Right. So. Maybe, maybe we don't know. Maybe we'll Google that later. You guys can Google that later. But I'm assuming it's like all about, like you say, like kings and queens and kingdoms and the rich of the rich and the poor of the poor type thing. Catholicism's ruling mm-hmm. in Rome especially. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, you know, 
Essentially, every single card in the tarot deck shows an archetypal image of a life experience, the journey through Ooh, the human experience. Okay, like um, that. So whether, you know, although we're not living in the time of kings and queens right now, you can certainly embody the archetype of being in that energy. Okay. Um, so are you a page? Are you learning? Oh, it is the Middle Ages, by the way. I just Googled it for everyone. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we, are, we, are, <laughs> we are not history buffs. <laughs> 14th um, century, otherwise known as the Middle go. Ages. <laughs> Which makes sense. Like, page, like all these terms I remember from like year eight history. Yeah. So that makes perfect sense. Okay, I like that. So it's the Renaissance. Yeah. Yeah, and and that was May, and that was in Rome. So it makes sense that this would have come out of Italy. It does. There are people who can trace it back to, or there are other people who think it can be traced back to Egypt, Ooh. to the Book of Thoth, and the images are derived from there. Okay. Um, What's the Book of? The Book of Thoth is the Egyptian. Um, it's the. Um, it belonged to the Egyptian god of wisdom. Oh. Mm, there you go um and so it's never been proven the the only reason why we date it back to the 14th century italy is because that is the first actual physical evidence that has shown up okay in, in our world um so it you know it could have been derived from mm. egypt it some even say it was derived from Turkey, but mm. it made its way over to Europe, mm. from Turkey, from China, from Africa. So the trade routes could have brought it over through to Egypt as well. Uh, sorry, through to um, Europe. When we have to remember that, you know, when you look at um, historical texts or spiritual texts, they are ancient. Mm. And much of what we know and understand today or come to know and understand today has already been known and understood for centuries yes. and it would have come from somewhere yeah it, you know um but it's you know at that time it's been placed as a game mm -hmm. and it wasn't until about 18th or 19th century did the divination aspect kick in just uh define divination aspect so divining an outcome um, um you know sort of saying that this is the set path or this is the this is what's happening in your life this could be the outcome of these um actions and, and what's interesting because i'm on google here at the same time because we are not history buffs <laughs> the 18th century is known as the century of reason interesting isn't it so yeah. if this is if divination is coming through it's like people were probably looking to reason and rationalize and understand well you've got the spiritual era really kicking in the victorian spiritual uh -huh. era yeah and here you've got people who are trying to scientifically prove spiritualism contacting the dead contacting mm. um you know people beyond the grave is there something other than what we're seeing here on the human plane because on the human plane, it wasn't all that great. The French Revolution had just happened, um, you know, the reign of terror, as it's known. Did that sound like I'm really smart? I literally just read it. <laughs> I just realized it sounded like I knew that. I, I read it. Um, but that it makes perfect sense. And, and I find in my work that people will come to me and I definitely seek out help 
when I'm in my own reign of terror, where I need that guidance and that understanding. And, you know, I've had a beautiful healer that has said to me in the past, don't come to me when you're bad, come to me when you're good. Mm. And I think more and more people are willing to do that out of curiosity and Mm. guidance rather Mm. than help and desperation. Yeah, it's quite interesting. When I do a reading, I don't actually like to have the divination aspect of it. I'm not Uh going to define or divine an outcome for you. We're going to look at the energy that's in the cards and the energy of the events that are happening in your life and we'll come to, we'll be able to see sort of where you're heading and what is happening in that energy and possible guidance that could come from that. And that has definitely been my experience in a reading with you so I want to use that to kind of uh, launch into you explaining to us what is a reading and then how does it work and I think that each reader will have their own style but I picked you for a reason to come on to the collective (laughs) because I like your style and because I've always I don't know viewed tarot as a bit of a woo-woo type Ouija board esque situation, and it's and and what I found in my experiences, you with you, sorry, that you read a lot like I do intuitively. So you will rely on your intuition, and the cards are this really great evidence of guidance in terms of here's what's here's the energetic implications of what may be going on. Yeah, here's what's available to you. Here is maybe a path mm. to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's certainly growing up when you know tarot cards to me were a lot like ouija boards yeah right they were unknown they were scary mm. if there was a tarot deck in someone's house it was, <laughs> oh, their mother's a witch yeah you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and it's just for me as an adult it's not like that at all yeah um and and i came into this because when I was going through a really hard time, yeah, like it wasn't good times. No, most really most spiritual time. leaders and teachers do not have easy lives. No. It's it's very common. But you know, somebody gave me a tarot reading, and it was so incredibly accurate for what was playing out and happening mm. for me in my life, and it it gave me guidance. And from that point on. I just I delved into the tarot because it was such an amazing tool for helping me with my life. Um, so essentially, when I read for somebody, it result it revolves around a central question. Okay. So usually, somebody is going through something, they want an answer, or they do, you know they want some guidance on what they're going through in their day to day life. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they is it like you know they come with questions about their love life or their relationships or career paths absolutely it can be anything um it's certainly i'm not go- you know if you come in and say am i going to get back with you know i don't know john yeah <laughs> i can't actually tell you that but we yeah. can look into the cards and we can see the energy playing out in your life not john's not john's life. exactly you can see what's playing out in your life and we can sort of see a path of like maybe what the energy is happening in your life and that might answer what's happening with you and John. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to divine that, you know, John is coming back into your life in yeah. September. Yeah, and but... sit sit at home and wait for him. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, but essentially, you know, the person comes in, they've got some questions. It can be work, it can be life, it can be a move, it can be, 
anything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what we'll do is we'll pull an oracle card, which is, it's, it's an oracle card is not a tarot card. An oracle card is a card that might give a central theme, mm -hmm. um, an overall theme for the reading. And then we'll pull the tarot cards for you. Um, it will essentially, we'll do a layout um, and the cards will show your energy right now today. Mm -hmm. It will show something that might be sort of uh, interrupting that energy or blocking it or something you need to work on and energy in your life you need to work on. It can show the past, the future, what's going on in your mind, what's going on subconsciously that you may not be aware of how you're playing into the reading, how outside energy, so it could be people external to you, friends, family, John. You yeah. Know, what, what, what's John up reading, to? Uh, any future yeah. know, people coming in. Yeah. Um, also your fears, your hopes, your desires, and then a projected future outcome from the energy that you're in right now. Which, by the way, I want to caveat, is always changing always and it's up to you whether you change a that million path, percent move that path yep if you continue on the same path no, i'm sure it, it, it totally is and i'm sure you'll agree with me one of the most it's not an, i don't want to say it's annoying but i would say one of the most um i guess disappointing things i feel for clients is when they just want to know <laughs> something in the future and it's like so what yeah you can't, it's almost like saying, I really want to bake a chocolate cake. And mm -hmm. I'm like, right, well, the guidance is go and get the ingredients for a chocolate cake. Mm -hmm. And they're like, right, okay. And then I can have a chocolate cake. Yes, you can have a chocolate mm -hmm. cake. And but so they go home to their kitchen, they don't change their ingredients, mm -hmm. and then they get pissed that they have a vanilla cake. Yeah. But at the same time, maybe they're not meant to have chocolate cake because that's not the best thing for them right now. Maybe. And that's why it's not showing up. And and the Just patience of that chocolate yeah. cake doesn't mean it's going to show up. Now I all I want is cake. Frustrating thing to hear. Yeah. And it can be, but it, so it always comes back to that thing of okay, if we want a different outcome, we need to have different actions now. Correct. And so the tarot, I guess what I'm hearing from you, can really direct us towards that. It, it guides us on different options. Okay. There, there's always different energies showing up. So, um, you know, whether you take that option, you know, sometimes you might hear something in a reading, whether it's a tarot reading or a psychic reading or anything like that. And you might go, you know what, F that. I'm not having any of that. That's me in every reading. And you but you change your path then because you've heard what you didn't want to yeah, hear. Yeah, true. So sometimes when somebody has delivered information that you don't want to hear, that actually sets you on that course. So you were mm. meant to hear it. Yeah, totally. Fact. Yeah. But sometimes you hear the information that you really want to hear. <laughs> and you're like, yes, this is the best reader ever. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm coming back every week. I'm, coming, I'm sending all my friends. <laughs> so how, how, would you, how would you like a client to approach your reading? Listen, every single reading, open-minded. Yeah, but it also agree. has to be a conversation. I'm mm -hmm. going to sit there and say to you that you don't say anything and I'm just going to divine this outcome and that's it. It's set in stone and this is what's going to happen. I, I totally agree with that. When people come and they're like, I, I won't tell you anything and they're testing you almost. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. That's not, you've already blocked energy. Mm -hmm. So we're already, it's not going to work. That's it. 
Yeah. And also, you know, I have been working on my psychic and spiritual mm-hmm. gifts, but at the same time, reading the tarot, you don't have to be a psychic to read the tarot. And there are many ways to interpret the cards. And when the cards are placed out, usually you can come up with what's playing out based on all the cards that are placed out on the table. It will tell the story. Mm. But it's also up to you to work with me with that story of, you know, am I on the right path? Am I not, you know? Yeah, totally. Am I hitting the right tone with you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow your little trumpet for a second and say that you're absolutely correct. Anyone can pick up a tarot deck or an oracle deck, pull some cards and get meaning from it. And I think that's really amazing and worthwhile and all the things. But the reason you would energy exchange for someone to do that for you and hold space for you is to get their own flavor of their channel. And so I want to caveat that with this is why I chose you in particular, I am extremely protective of the Light Path Collective and community. Um, and in that vein and in that intention, the reason I, in inverted commas, asked you to join or chose you, didn't choose you, asked you to join. That sounded really grandiose. I chose you, that BS. <laughs> We're not into oh, that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I asked you. Like, who, who the hell do I think I am in this point in time? But the reason I asked you is because of that element of the intuitive that you are that comes through your readings as well. So when you're choosing your tarot reader, Mm. there's that to consider, I would say. Absolutely. And I think that's with everything. It's so, so essentially each reading you go for, the information will come through the person how it's meant to. Yeah. So what, one important thing about my readings is that um, I don't pick the cards and neither do you. So essentially, as I'm shuffling the card, and each reader is different, yeah. might I add, and also how they place out the cards, how they do the reading, every single reader is different and there's no right or wrong way. Every You've just got to read how you read. Um, so essentially... I shuffle the deck for each position, but as I shuffle, I allow the card, the card that falls out is the card for that position. So essentially spirit, the universe, Mm. you know, whatever you like to call it, your spiritual guide, the divine. We like to refer to it as your spiritual squad on the light path. Are actually picking the card for you, the right card, but also it's the card that's energetically vibrating at that level for that position that it's telling the story for so if it's if it's saying the position of your hopes and dreams hypothetically Mm -hmm. and we're shuffling for that that the energy and the vibration will pick the card that is right for that position and as woo -woo as that sounds Mm -hmm. i'm 100 percent on board with that (laughs) (laughs) so essentially i'm out of the way yeah you're out of the way i'm a double libran i'm a libra moon libra rising so i cannot make a decision for the life of me and trust me as someone who is in business with this woman I'm not going to lie, it's annoying. Yeah. So pretty much that's how I work with the cards. Because yeah, Because I don't good. want to get involved because it's just too much of a decision for me. Yeah. So as the card falls out, that is the position. 
and and that's how it will tell the story. So pretty much, if you've got an issue with your reading, you'll have to take it up with your spirit guides. Exactly. It's Sorry. got nothing to do with us. Um, and that's what readings are. They're channeled guidance. And so when people often ask me, how do you do it? I don't know. It's not me. I don't know anything. I just had to Google when the Renaissance was. You know, it's through, it's through you, not from you. But I have to say the right card will come out for me to read it and interpret it. The way that you need to hear it. Yes, yeah. even if you don't so want to hear it like that. It is being channeled through in that way because the spirit guides will send it that way so that I will actually be able to say it in the way that you need to hear. Okay, well, let's put all of this into practical application. Let's put it to the test. Let's put it. It's not to the test. <laughs> You're not, I'm not testing you, but, I mean, who doesn't love and need a reading so just so you get like a little taster a little appetizer of how claire works i am lovingly and very willingly offering myself up as a guinea pig and you guys can eavesdrop in on this mini reading now we're just going to do like super quick five minute reading so it's not going to be in depth um but you'll get you know like a sense and let's see what comes up and maybe we'll circle back on it but let's go for cool. it so just so everyone knows what we're doing because obviously you can't see us i have already pre-shuffled the deck ready for this reading with, with kirsten mm -hmm. so we're sort of ready to go in that regard um, so what we'll do is we'll shuffle the deck and the card that falls out is the card that we're going to read for you. If we need any further clarification on it, we can then reshuffle and keep going. Okay. Um, do, you, so, do I need to ask a question or anything or are you just happy? Or, I, kind of just I mean, I'm real, like, I really want a free flow, but... <laughs> I thought let's free flow for this because okay. um, we won't go into too many specifics. We can, we can. Um, but essentially I just thought let's just have a look at the energy that's showing up in your life right now. And okay. Go from there. Exhaustion. <laughs> Stubbornness. It's the four of swords shows up. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Maybe I should ask a question. Do you want to? It's up to you. It's your reading. Let's okay, you know what? I'm gonna be if we're doing this, mm -hmm. let's I'm gonna I'm inspired by you and Baz and Catherine. Let's let's go and face fears because of something I don't talk about publicly a lot mm -hmm. is my intimate relationship life. Okay. So let's dive into that. How in depth are we going? <laughs> I mean, all the gory details. All no, right, just kidding. Right. Well, it's a mini reading. So let's just let's see what comes up in that area of my all life. Right. Okay. okay. All right. So you'll probably hear the cards being shuffled as we're doing it. And I know you guys want to know about this. You guys don't want to know my business future or where I'm going to live. This is the good stuff. <laughs> So like I said, I cannot control how or when the cards are going to come out. Oh, oh there we go. Ooh, so the first card we have is the Ace of Cups, which is... Is it good? Is it good? Is it good? Oh, yeah. It actually means that there is an offer coming up, but also okay. that you're ready oh, to I, give yeah. or receive an offer. Yeah, I feel, well. I feel ready to say yes, yes. to the dress. Yes. <laughs> I, know. I really i really need to it's start watching so the history channel obviously um, um yes okay an amazing. offer so an offer or 
but also you're willing to receive an offer yeah. too. It means you're open for the next relationship. And how important is that? Like we can want all we want, mm-hmm. but to be receptive and to be open to receiving, I know I have done so much work on removing those blocks and I agree, I do. I feel so different right now. I, I feel ready. Yeah, yeah. It is amazing. And just for everyone to know too, sometimes I also look at the imagery that's on the mm. cards. Today we're not using the traditional rate of a white deck. We're using the um, Tarot of Mystical Moments, which is a really beautifully illustrated deck. Actually, I really love it. Um, but this is the deck that Kirsten chose before our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and the imagery on it is a woman who is is holding a cup and it is it has like hundreds of butterflies flying out of this cup it kind of means as well that you're you've gone through a transformation and that you're ready for this for this new part of your life as well so we kind of look at the imagery as well as the card meaning and the traditional meaning um and, and also anything that stands out for us too and one of the one of the things on this image that's really standing out for me is actually you're really open to loving yourself yeah. right now as well because this woman is also looking at her reflection in the pond um but also her rib cage is kind of it's exposed and open so her heart energy is open mm. and ready and you know what it takes a lot of work to get to that point and i don't want to downplay this as like oh how sweet she's going to get an offer it's like mm. no like there's been years of work that huge, have gone into this. Of work. And, you know, if you're going to look at anything um, uh, to work on a mm-hmm. little bit further with it, um, we can always look at the bottom of the deck, okay. which is the Eight of Swords, which usually is somebody who's like in their mind a little bit too much. So repetitive thoughts, you're kind of, yeah. you're kind of like in the cage of your own mind um, and thinking certain outcomes or yeah. thinking about past situations. And so, yep. um, you know, if you're going to look on anything, so yes, you're ready for this transformation, but also look, you know, look at what you can continue working on while you're waiting for this to happen. I, th- I think I, one of the things I do really well for others is reframing mm-hmm. and mirror work. Yeah. And it, and I think I do it so well for others that it's obvious it's the hardest thing to do for myself. Absolutely. Which is why I'm also, you know, get get that guidance and and that help and and you're really really right because energetically I feel so open and so ready for that offer but my head has very convincing almost like Hollywood movie trailer narratives (laughs) (laughs) around how that's not gonna happen also interesting i was about to say so how it's going to happen no do you know no yeah because you know that scene you know what i'm thinking of that scene from the movie the holiday right yeah do you know that movie I know the movie. when she's on the plane and she's trying to go to sleep and because this is her job she does those hollywood like yes she's playing out the trailer she plays out the trailer of her life and it's like, and it's dramatic and it's big voice. <laughs> like, so I live in this, in this um, yin-yang uh, existence often mm-hmm. of spiritually, energetically, I know. And then my head goes, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. And that's, 
And that's the Eight of Swords there yeah. for you. So, I mean, just everyone listening to this, you can see how this reading is a conversation as well. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That Tristan's actually saying, yes, that, you know, the Eight of Swords, you know, being trapped in the mind, that is something that has been playing out. Even though I've said to her, the Ace of Cups, you're ready, there's an offer coming in, or you're going to make an offer. So here's sort of the prophesizing part of it. Yeah. But here's also something that you're actually saying, yes, this is actually what's playing out in my mind. I love it. I love it how she can narrate her own. (laughs) (laughs) But you know she does get off that plane and she does find Jude Law. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Listen, I'm more than happy with Jude Law in a little cottage, no problem. Maybe not Jude Law now, but Jude Law circa 2010. Mm -hmm. That's probably a good era of Jude Law. Maybe pre-Sienna Miller. Yeah, yeah, right at that point. Yeah. We don't quite want the energy of Jude Law. We don't. No, we don't. Actually, yeah, let's forget about that. All right. <laughs> okay, do we need to pull another card or are we? I mean, we certainly can. Let's but... do it. Let's pull one more. Let's okay, pull one more. more. Let's have a look. All right. I may regret. Oh, it came out straight away. Okay, all right. So we've got the Seven of Cups, which can oh, also Please tell me that's good because I almost regretted my decision. So Seven of Cups can be seen as the Wish Upon a Star card okay um as you can see in the imagery sorry you guys you can't i'll I'll describe it to you it's this beautiful woman who is not like she's kind of curvy so i appreciate that um so seven of cups she's on a cloud and she's got this she's in the sky and she's got her hair flowing and she's literally there's seven there are lots of stars in the sky but there are seven kind of brighter ones and she's literally like pointing to one big one with a wand. It's like she's, oh, she's got a wand. Okay. Yeah, she's like wishing on the star. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that was way too not logical. <laughs> um, the other thing about the Seven of Cups, is, apart from wish upon a star, it can also do wishful thinking as well. Oh, see? Oh, you're ready. <laughs> An offer is coming in. <laughs> no, it's not. See? That's my head. But it can also be seen as in the traditional deck, there are seven cups with seven different options. Okay. And so it's like you may have a lot of options. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. She doesn't want to bang any of those just quietly. She does find like the Prince Charming. I know, but of the seven, they were the dwarves, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. They did look after her. It's a well, maybe. A beautiful home and a roof. True, true. Look, I'm thinking, you know, if I was to kind of swing this in a positive direction. I'd be like, yeah, like maybe, you know, there's an offer coming through. Stop wishful thinking. Get really practical. It can actually be about, yeah, don't have wishful thinking because in the traditional one, all the seven cups with different offers in there, some are good, some are bad. It's a choice you need to make. Yeah. But it's also about, um, you know, if there are multiple choices coming in for you Mm. as well, it's, you know, thinking them through. Yeah. And which one is actually right for you right now. Okay. And not just choosing one just because it's presenting itself. Yeah, I've always been good at that. So um, <laughs> I, I like that. Okay, we, can we just please pull one more card? Because 
I don't love that choice. By the way, you can't do this when you have a reading with Claire. I'm just doing it because I'm well, in. Like the way, this, I, I'm the one with the computer and I'm in control of the mics. I mean, essentially, so. a reading would be an hour long. Yeah, it's about exactly. Forty-five minutes. Yeah, and so um, essentially, we actually go really quite in depth and all of that. So yeah. pulling sort of one or two cards here mm. doesn't quite tell the full story. See, I'm not just wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it kind of, it, it does actually make sense that's to me. pragmatic in you thinking yeah. of the wishful thinking. Yeah, totally. But it could actually be that you have multiple options. And it could be, it could also be the reverse of that as in like, no, like you need to wish for the most amazing star studded mm-hmm. thing because mm-hmm you know maybe that's the whole point of this yeah. it's to not go mediocre it's to you know and I, 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 okay I'm, I'm divulging a lot in this recording <laughs> but I, I, even from a young kid I've always wished upon a star yeah still do yeah still do I think everyone should yeah why not? I know why not wish upon a star yeah um and essentially as well when you get right with that energy it will come into your life if you're not in that energy, yeah, true. it's not going to show up. It's what, that's why we ban manifestation. We only talk about alignment, guys. It is. It is really well. Manifestation is alignment. I know, but manifestation. I don't you reckon manifestation is all about like, oh, I can just intend it and I can just manifest anything. No, you can only have what you're aligned with. But so I'm it's alignment in a way as well. I also think there are periods in your life where what you're wanting to manifest is not meant to come into your life. Oh as yeah, well. yeah. So I think as well, like you've had Gabrielle on your pod- podcast mm-hmm. with astrology. Yeah. There are periods in your astrological life as well where things are meant to actually be pulled away and things can yeah. come in again. Very true. And things like that. So as well, you can't just manifest because you want something. Yeah. Like, but I think a lot of the I think a lot of the spiritual rhetoric has been around that. Yeah. Like the secret, like I can imagine a car spot and get it. It's like fuck off. Oh, I didn't mean to swear. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I've never sworn on an episode yet, even though my guests have and I've prided myself on that and that's gone out the window. Oh well, that lasted all of two months. <laughs> I bring the best. Well done, me. Yeah. Anyway, what's the last card? All Give right, me the last so card. The last card, you had a few cards fall out, so okay. I have to read them all. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, you've got the Four of Cups with the Ten of Pentacles. Okay. And so, and then at the bottom of the deck, you've got the Five of Cups. And the Four of Cups and the Five of Cups are quite similar to each other in that it's, it's kind of crying over spilt milk. Or mm-hmm. not looking, it's kind of like change your perspective Ooh, cards. Yeah. Okay. So looking at maybe things that haven't worked in the past and being a little bit hung up on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're getting quite personal here now for everyone. <laughs> Wait, what are you, um, you going to share? <laughs> no, no, but I mean, that is personal, you know, that is, yeah. um, you know, if you've gone through sort of past heart breakouts, breakups and yeah. things that haven't worked out that you really wish that they did. Yeah. Um, and you know, you sort of, it's about turning your perspective and looking at the good that came out of that, what you learned and what you can bring into the next, because the card that we have along with this is the 10 of pentacles. And it's kind of like the everything card. If you want any card in tarot, you want the 10 of pentacles or the 10 of cups. <laughs> I got it guys. I got it. And, and she got it. Um, and so, you know, you shuffle enough, you're going to get it. <laughs> Listen, you should, how many, actually, how many cards are in a deck? 
Oh, there's like there's 72, but the deck we're actually pulling from has more because I okay. really love this deck in that it has a female version of the king and it also has a female, uh, so female and male versions of the kings. So it, it's not if you pull it enough, there's like four <laughs> cards there. It was meant to happen. It was meant to come out. Yeah, we've got four cards out with the one at the bottom of the deck, okay. so five essentially. Um, so the Ten of Pentacles is the everything card, but it's also the card of building something for your future, mm-hmm. the legacy that you're going to create. It's also talking about ancestry and heirlooms and all of that. So essentially, if we're looking at it with your reading, what we're looking at is your future and what you're trying to build and the lineage that you're trying to build with your family and your mm-hmm. connection. Yeah. And so don't look at those past things that haven't worked out because they weren't meant for that future. Do you know, family is like the most important thing to me Um, and not just, you know, my, you know, potential future immediate Mm -hmm. family, the family that or my immediate family that I'm in. So it is important to me Mm -hmm. in any kind of potential partner, any relationship that I've been in, that has been in the forefront of consideration. How would this work with my family? And, and do they have the same values of me in relation mm-hmm. to that? And mm-hmm. I think that shifting perspective of, yeah, well, maybe you'd hoped, but they didn't. And it's true, they yeah. really didn't. Yeah. And and I think that also comes into just letting everyone know, when I say sort of like spirit will allow me to speak the message the way the person needs to hear it, is the Ten of Pentacles can also refer to money. And I wasn't drawn to speak about that which is weird because you should have told me he was a rich guy (laughs) (laughs) he's a really rich man yeah then i could have but that's yeah it was talking about exactly it's actually talking about the lineage of it um so that's also how that can play out in a reading Um, of how we're going to talk about certain things well thank you so much i hope you guys enjoyed that little sneak peek into my personal life maybe we will update you in a few months on how this reading played out we're gonna sign off and maybe we'll play a little bit more with these cards but um i'm sure this is definitely inspired you to want to have a similar experience so claire where can we find you where can we work with you so you'll find me through the light path collective and um, you can book an online reading with me through zoom or you can also have an on um, an in-person reading with me in paddington in sydney um, in australia Um, So if you live in Sydney or you're visiting, you're more than welcome to come and see me in person. And just like, you know, when you book in with me, if you're not in Sydney and you want a Zoom uh, session with Claire, but the time zones and the availability don't suit, just shoot her an email. um, Definitely. Yeah. And to see, I'm sure that you'll, you know, accommodate because... I know a lot of you are listening to this all around the world and I love that. Um, so don't just feel restricted. If it's not available, just shoot Claire an email. If the time is not there, let me know what works for you and we'll work something out. Great. So it's Claire at thelightpathcollective.com is her email address. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for sharing your wealth of wisdom, but most importantly, your really aligned gift and passion that you hold in in sharing it with us and for doing it 
in such a lighthearted way or letting me be really, really cheeky and lighthearted. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for allowing me to share this um, with everyone. And I'm really looking forward to meeting everyone as well. Uh, if you want to ask Claire a question, head to the Facebook community, the Light Path community. Claire is active on there. So if you want to shoot her a question, do so there as well. All her details are in the show notes. Um, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.